Welcome, lizard folk and gnomes, bugbears, and bards, <laughs> to Rated RPG, the actual play show slash podcast where we play Dungeons and Dragons, Baldur's Gate, Descent into Avernus. So great. Okay, so are you guys going to move up into the tower? Hell yeah. Okay, I'm going to move y'all then. <clears throat> This is where we think the stickly one is, right? Oh, yeah. So, I'm still a bear. I can't talk to these guys. Unless Glubjeg can understand me. Well, I can cast speak with animals. Yeah. Doesn't exactly give full understanding. But I'm just going to start going up those stairs. Well, I guess we're going up the stairs already. Okay. Yep, I'm moving you guys up the stairs. And I'm just trying to, like... Yeah, move a little, a little faster since we have a lot still to go, and not a whole ton of time. I gotta get primed for this next advent, bit of adventure. I'm gonna do a shot. Oh snap! There you go. All right. Still All right. And four penny and four pound. I'll Thank do you it. guys again for the bottle. I'll join you, Jason. Oh, thank you very much. So liven things up a little bit. Woo! Yeah, because that last fight—that was the reason we were too sober to fight him. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Damn, you have Brad on your on your shot glass. <laughs> you fancy bastard. Aaron. Is that a beehive? It's a blurry ass beehive. <laughs> okay, guys. Um, so you begin climbing the wrought iron spiral staircase. Uh, it climbs 15 feet into a square room with crisscrossing rafters 10 feet overhead and a peaked roof above that. An empty bookcase dominates the west wall, and two filthy padlock cages stand on the floor. Each cage holds a human prisoner and a chamber pot. One of them uh, looks like a female human. The other one looks like a male human. Um, both look like they have been tortured and malnourished and stare at you as you climb up the stairs. Big one-two combo. Tortured and mal- malnourished. Yeah. You can give me one. Um, do, do we recognize them? Is anyone important or anything? Or are they just commoners? Uh, well, I mean, they have rich backstories and histories. Uh, but <laughs> you, you do not know them by looking at them, no. Okay. Because I know Rhea, there was a guy she I'm was only looking see- for, right? So. I'm only seeing the first floor still, I think. Uh, okay, so you you probably need to zoom out and go to the top right of the map. I don't trust that they are who they look like. I don't think we should trust them. I think we should be careful. Didn't we do this also in the the lair though? Also with that the people who were chained up. Wait, what was his name? The guy who got turned into soup. This is kind of that same scenario. Right? <laughs> Clem! Oh my God, my buddy. <sighs> oh boy. Another Clem uh, situation. Uh, are they awake? Can we like talk to them at least to figure out where the uh, creepy fuck is? They definitely they are awake and they're staring right at right at you and they just look uh, terrified. Hey, um, what? Where is the asshole who changed you up and why are you chained up and are you evil? <laughs> okay, those are uh, all good questions. Answer up. I'm hoping I'm hoping they're honest people. <laughs> Well, um, I am Shaleen Zaraz. 
I, uh, I was, I was imprisoned here by Duchess, uh, Thalamra Vanthampur. Uh, I'm not entirely sure why she did this to me. I, I, I don't know. I don't know why I deserve this. I'm just a sewage worker. I'm just a sewage manager. I don't know what. She starts to sob. Oh, man. That is fucked up, and I'm sorry that happened to you because I have empathy. All right, can you tell us where they are? We are going to um, lightly murder both of the living family members, and we're going we're gonna to take over this place. It's going to be a place where you can work and not be tortured. Does that sound good? Because it feels good. Shaleen is, like, sobbing and, like, nodding her head. It seems like she can't <laughs> oh, really finish, uh, like, talking. Good. That's all good. But the other guy says, My name is Kaijul. I am a tax collector. Uh... Yes, uh, Thalamra locked me in here because I gather she was just upset about the hard time I was, I've been giving them. It's, uh, they've been dodging taxes for many, many years, and I, I got too close to this investigation. And uh, I think they just wanted me out of the picture. And uh, if you promise to let me go, I will tell you exactly where I believe her to be. And then I will get the hell out of this godforsaken city. You know what? I like the way you think. Guys, are we cool to let them down? Because I don't think they're going to murder us. Mm. That's a long pause, Devon. <laughs> I mean... Let's play I... two truths and a lie with them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait. Kozlo's a bear. I can't ask him for his wise sage advice right now. Um, okay, Kozlo. Um, bark... Or growl once if you think we should free them, twice if you don't think we should free them. Well, that was decisively twice. That was decisively... Guys, hey, um, we are, believe it or not, the good guys, but at this current moment, we're a little paranoid, so if you can just wait for us to finish the murder, I promise we'll let you go. We're, we don't want to harm you, you, we don't want anything from you, but we're also trying to keep the numbers of people murdering us down. So, just hold your heads up high, the gorgeous Venus Brigade will be back, but can you tell us where she is and we'll be back as soon as they're murdered? While he's talking, I want to check their bindings and make sure they're actually secure. I want to look at them and see if they're actually like legit. Absolutely. Yeah, you uh, you take a look at their uh, bindings. What what it is is they're actually inside of cages, uh, like big oh. iron cages. Uh, and so you just kind of check the, uh, the the lock on the cage and it definitely seems to be locked. Okay. Uh, and they're, you know, the only thing in those cages with them are their chamber pots, which are currently full of poop and pee. pee. We should pour that so, on the sickly one. <laughs> yeah, it all, it all seems kind of above board here as far as their okay. imprisonment goes. Well, guys, um, hang tight. My bear said no. Make a, uh, <laughs> make a diplomacy check because you're, you're asking if, if, uh, Oh, if they'll right, tell you uh, where uh, Thalam Ravanthampur is, uh, even though you're not going to free them right now. Yeah, diplomacy. Yeah. Um, I'll roll it for you since uh, I okay. some, I forgot I that you're having a hard time with uh, this program. Yeah. Uh, sorry, not diplomacy. My bad. Persuasion. Persuasion. It's, it's, oh, see, that I do have on my screen. All yeah, right. my bad. <laughs> no, no worries. No worries. Come. Okay. All right, uh, seventeen. That's pretty good. Uh, it looks like these these people are are so just like ready to have any sort of uh, hope uh, thrown their way. 
um, that they they sigh and they say, please just promise you'll save us. You'll rescue us. We'll disappear. We'll disappear. We'll be gone. Uh, just okay. All right. I, I, we're pretty sure we've heard some things. I, I think I think uh, the Vanthampoors uh, have have a secret uh, have a secret dungeon underneath their villa in the base. And then all of a sudden, they go like, Hah! and you see two imps perched on their chests. Knew it. Knew it. Their tails inserted into their necks. And roll initiative. Both oh, of these prisoners shit. are oh, dead. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. They said basement, though, right? I heard base. I got a 16. What you get? Oh, Cosmo, let's go, big fella. Still, we'll take a 12. Last There's my least. 20. Every initiative. Let's <laughs> fuck them up. God damn. That's what I do. Yeah, baby. Big rolls. Okay, initiative on the Ips. Hey, I got a 20 as well. Not as high oh, as oh, oh, you got a 22. Holy shit. Yeah, fucking him. Stupid ass. Yeah. Wow. Put your nuts on the table, Bobby. That's right. Whew. Okay, Glubjag, you're rocking a 12. Uh, race, you're rocking a 16. 16. Yes, sir. Okay. Emery Jimmy two times says, shot for the DM. Hey! Hell yeah! Woo! Hell yeah! Thanks, Jimmy. All right, what do we remember about how to kill these little suck bags? Uh, let me go back in my notes, but ugh, my notes are terrible handwriting. There's uh, some sort of damage that doesn't really do anything, right? Mm-mm. Is it uh, like like resistant to physical damage? I believe. Is that it? So I mean, if I punch him, it's probably gonna do the trick. Oh, I forgot to like, I forgot to fucking heal before we came up here. God damn it! Wait, you got wounded in that fight? <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Some people did. Well, then all that damage you dealt was stupid. <laughs> the damage I dealt was was more than what I took, and that's the ratio that I'm proud of. Well, I didn't take any, so my ratio's infinite. Yeah, your ratio was dumping ball bearings in a thing and then not doing anything. <laughs> I did 13 points of damage. Oh, all right. Well, all right. Damn. You're, you're all right in my book. All right. Wow. We got a lot of high rollers here on the initiative. Um, I forgot to bring the Mastiff up here, but maybe the Mastiff had a hard time climbing stairs. Uh, Aw, buddy. Um, they don't do it while people are watching. <laughs> yeah, it's waiting at the bottom of the stairs. Fuck it. Uh, all right, then it means Dababi, your turn. Okay, so there's one in each cage. Uh, yep. So kind of hard to like punch through the cage or what? Uh, uh, no, I would say that uh, you can definitely reach through the cage and and attack them. Uh, the bars are wide enough, definitely for a weapon to go in, but not wide enough for a person to squeeze through. Okay. All right, I'm gonna the one closest to me. Then I'm gonna uh, go ahead and move in. Give him, a, give him a good punch if I can. Okay. Here goes nothing. Oh yeah, seventeen to hit. That is definitely gonna hit. For right. twelve bludgeoning damage, magical right. bludgeoning damage, right? Yeah, that's right. Yes, Holy shit! 
Okay. Fuck him up. So uh, this guy right here, the one that was to the south, was the human male, the one who said that he was uh, like a tax collector. Uh, and he was the one who was telling you about the uh, the location of the secret uh, place when all of a sudden the imp just stabs him in the neck and becomes visible. And you just, like, a reaction, like swatting a mosquito. You just go like, eh! And, like, hit it with your wrench. And the imp just explodes into just yes. a, a poof of ash. Turn that motherfucker to dust. Yeah. Aaron's over here. mess with the wrench, imp. Dababi's over here dusting people. Um, <laughs> do you want to do anything else with your turn? Um... The, uh, no, I don't think so. Uh, you know what? I'll go up to the cage. Okay. Uh, the imps also have a 20. Um, let's see. What is there? I assume oh, you guys can finish off that other imp. I'm, I'm really... Don't worry about it. I can't okay. do everything. It'll take a light 35 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to go... It's only my life, life mission. <laughs> so the imp uh, disappears. Uh, goes invisible. Get yep, and you guys hear it. Uh, you guys hear it flutter and fly out of the cage up into the rafters above you, uh, but you cannot see it. Guys, you got to roll natural twenties for initiative all the time, like I do. You know what? That's a good advice, man. <laughs> uh, Dion uh, is definitely doing shots, purple girl. Yeah, tequila. Just let me know if any, if you do anything. Um, check it out. So, does anybody have any like bright ideas as how to like handle this imp because it flew oh. up into the rafters and it's invisible? Could would, would a perception check at least let us hear? Does it have like a heartbeat or something we could like lock in on? Yeah, and, and it hasn't had a chance to stealth yet, so you guys can pinpoint its location. Oh. But Ooh, I mean, it's it is invisible and it's hiding amongst some rafters. So, if you guys want to make some ranged attacks at it, you have this round to do so. Uh, like some, we need one of those bug zappers. Uh, you know what? Uh, a brown bear has a climb of 30 feet. And <laughs> okay, you're going to climb up into the rafters? Fuck yeah. Sure. That, that's nice. I okay. Like this. Fuck. I hold on for dear life and go with him. All right. So, oh, you're you're riding him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. All right. Both your hands are occupied as you cling to the fur of Coslo's back. <laughs> Coslo, you reach. How high, how high are these ceilings? Only ten feet. Yeah. Okay. So Coslo, you easily reach the rafters and you know where it's at. You can bite it if you wish. I wish. Okay. I wish. <laughs> All right. Make that bite attack with disadvantage. Uh, with disadvantage. It's invisible. Yeah, you have disadvantage. Oh, I have keen smell. Does that help me? Keen smell. I smell it. What is that? With my smeller. That gives you advantage on perception checks. So if it does try to hide from you, which it will, uh, okay. you'll be able to detect it a lot more easily. I'm gonna use inspiration. Sure. To, to erase that, because I'm so inspired. I have a halfling on my back, and I'm <laughs> It's amazing. I'm so happy to be alive. Here we go. Bite. Fuck him up, Chief. And that's a three. <sighs> what an inspiring three. Never forget. <laughs> Very Still. inspiring. Okay, hey, no. Uh, Race, do you have anything you can do? Um, can I? Can I? Look, he's invisible 
to mm-hmm. my fist. But his ears are wide the fuck open. Am I correct? Uh, yes. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. Because uh, you know what I'm thinking, Chief. Yeah, I know what you're thinking. You're going to insult it. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Hey, yo, Impy Ho. You know what they t- say, right? You can't spell limp dick without imp. Suck on these. Bah! Ooh, that was good. <laughs> That was good. I like that so much. I'm going to give a disadvantage on its saving throw. Hey, fuck him. Hey, it failed. Oh, yes. <laughs> and you deal a little bit of psychic damage, and it's got disadvantage on its next attack. Okay. Yeah, just a little cool. bit. And then club jack. So I still technically can't see it, right? Yeah. So, so any any action that says you're required to be able to see it. I can't use, correct? Yeah, pretty much. There are some okay. exceptions. Like, I just gave an exception to uh, to race right there. But, uh, but, yeah, for the most part, if it like, says you require to see, then it's not going to work. Like, can I Hunter's Mark him or not? Oh, uh, Hunter's Mark says requires you be able to see them. Yeah, uh, you can see within range. Okay. Um. Yeah, so... Uh, Technically, rules say that you can't. I did just give an exception to uh, race because I was like, I mean, he's insulting it. He can hear it like it's right there, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, plus, you can translate to Infernal in case that matters. Uh, what do you guys think? Should I be able to uh, let him hunt- hunters mark this thing? Any uh, any opinions? Well, it hasn't been invisible yet, right? It is invisible. Can't be seen. I'm inclined to say no, but I don't like saying no necessarily. Uh, I don't so. like it either, but I think... How, I think... how about if I roll a perception check? Okay. All right. I'll allow that. You roll a perception a check. Idea. If you beat its uh, passive stealth, then I'll uh, I'll let you talk. Come target. on, big fella. Come on, big fella. Okay. Uh, do you have any sort of thing that, that gives you advantage on perception checks? Because uh, with no advantage, you just barely missed it. It's got a passive stealth of 15. That's what Hunter's Mark does, so I guess it didn't work. <laughs> All right, well, you don't waste the spell, but and you don't waste any actions, so you can still shoot it. You just don't have Hunter's Mark on it. Okay, I will shoot it. Okay. Come on, kill it. Ooh, uh, uh, eight is going to miss. I feel, like yeah. this, I feel like this imp's going to get away. Uh, to Bobby, your turn. Yeah, it's not getting away. You gotta take um, it out. Come on, Bobby. Uh, I guess he is not within punching range. Nope. <laughs> I could. Um, hmm. What do you guys think about flame? I like flame. <clears throat> yeah, we're gonna do some produce flame. I can throw that at him. I think he's within range. Are these windows all open? Uh, no, the windows are closed. Oops. Hmm. Okay. So you produce some flame and you throw it up into the rafters where you think it is, but unfortunately you hit nothing. Hmm. Okay. Damn it. All right. Well, uh, this imp is going to make a stealth check and see what it gets. Oh my God. All right, guys, this imp has disappeared into the rafters. I'd be very surprised if any of you find it. It got a 24 on its stealth. Holy shit. Yeah. And and stay out. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So I'm going to take us out of uh, initiative. Uh, But you guys now know that there is an imp haunting the rafters of this tower. 
Well, we still get a reward because Purple Girl says, Purple Girl says, I just got some first money. A good shot for everyone for keeping me laughing throughout this crazy time. Love you guys. Yeah! Hey, Congrats on getting paid, girl. That's everybody, and thank you, Purple Girl. That's awesome of you. Amazing. Purple girl, you're a legend. Thank you. Absolutely. There are none more purple. Cheers, Purple Girl. I haven't girl. seen one yet. Cheers. Mm. Ah, the third shot's always the best of the tequila, you know. Oh. <laughs> oh, I almost finished. Mm. <laughs> I thought you were going to say I almost fainted. I almost fainted. Now that I've gotten the uh, cognac, it's all gone. <laughs> uh, now I'm moving on to the Tito's. Hand me it's Coslo, it. <laughs> Coslo and uh, vodka. So there you go. Hell yeah. Cheers. Yeah, they were great, White's Park. They were the ones that fled, pretty sure. And now we, we lost one. But you know what? We'll probably never see it again. No, not in this game. Imps, us, no. no. <laughs> this place is ours now, and we know that they're in the basement. Well, don't wait. Do we go tell somebody up to something. Because I thought he said the mother was in the basement, not necessarily both of them, but I could have heard wrong. Hmm. Yeah, he said that the mother is the one who uh, who has trapped them here and who has been torturing them. Uh, okay. Didn't mention anything about Thirstwell, though. Let's clear out all these other rooms, and then we'll head down and flood the basement with her blood. With yeah. her body. <laughs> okay, I, I really thought you were going to say with urine. I'm so glad. <laughs> so glad you said with the blood. Coslo has, has been having a lot of uh, feelings about the urination. <laughs> uh, he's not on board with it anymore. He just can't. It's just too much. I don't see what the problem is. There's nothing to pee in the mouth of here anyway. Yeah, there's no evil in this room anymore. Plus, it's natural, Druid. Aren't you all about natural? Yeah. It just natural. Doesn't feel, it does not feel right to me to pee. I'm a bear. <laughs> Why don't you jo join me in vomiting? <laughs> well, what are we going to change our slogan to if it's not pee in the mouth of evil? Can don't you pee in the mouth of evil? Change it to the Gorgeous Phoenix Brigade, your low price leader. <laughs> gorgeous Phoenix Brigade, we're employee owned. Ah. Gorgeous Phoenix Brigade, you have the option to pee in the mouth of evil. Sounded <laughs> like you said the Gorgeous Penis Brigade. Yeah, Which I'm fine with renaming us. <laughs> that was the nickname of my mercenary band. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Well, gorgeous Phoenix grenade, grenades. Um, grenades. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Gorgeous Swedish bad. grenades. The gorgeous, the gorgeous <laughs> Swedish grenades, yes. Uh, what do you guys do? Uh, you're, I, I put you out in the balcony, so if you can't see yourselves anymore, just scroll, uh, zoom out, and go down. Um, but yeah, I, I take a healing potion. Okay. Unless we're going to rest. I don't, it doesn't sound like we're going to. So How much uh, time do we have before I am not a bear anymore? I mean, you got at least uh, 45 minutes still, I think. Okay. You haven't spent too much time doing anything outside of the fights. The healing potion is 2d4 plus 2? Yes. All right. While these guys are sitting out here on a balcony healing, I want to go check out one of these other rooms as a bear. Whew. Yeah. 
Okay. Wow, I got 10 hit points back. Yeah, dude, that was oh, a good here. one. Nice, okay. Freaking good one. I'm going to go to this door right here. Sure. And just, you know, push my bare weight into it and see if it opens. Okay. Let's see what's behind door number V13. Whoop, 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 whoop. Okay. So you open up this door and. Da, da, da. Great Whites Park suggests mess with us and you're in trouble. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, you you gently nudge the door open, and I'm going to keep you back here because you see, standing in this room, a uh, sickly-robed man. uh, There he is. Who immediately casts a spell on you and mutters, Oh, no! Those incompetent fools didn't protect me! Ah! Oh yeah. Roll initiative. All right. Everyone else is out on the balcony, so maybe they do. They all I'm roll. In- uh, everyone rolls initiative, but you are not surprised, and everyone else is. Okay. <laughs> okay. Don't forget to click on your token when you roll the initiative. Oops. I guess I got a sixteen. I do it um, straight for my character sheet. Up again. Yeah, that's fine. Floating slowly. Just uh, you can roll from your your character sheet, but just make sure you have your token selected and then roll it. And then it just it that way it automatically adds it to the initiative tracker. It's just it's not a big deal if you don't. It just makes it a little bit easier. Seems like it was a big deal. No, it's not. It's not a big deal. A really big deal. Cost slow. You got. If you do it from your character sheet, it does it automatically. Yeah. That's what I did, but it didn't put me in there. Uh, it did. It did put you. Oh, in it there. did. Okay, good. It just didn't say it with me. Okay, whatever. Who cares? Thirst well got his. Oh, you said perception. Okay. Oh, initiative. Duh, Dion. Yes, Dion. There it is. Hey, we Skadoosh! got some pretty good rolls there. Yeah. Oh, I didn't fucking even do it right. God damn it! I heard you say it and still did it wrong. All right. <laughs> All right, you got fourteen. You can't wait for losing, man. Okay. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, I keep rolling very low on my initiative. Everyone else is going before this guy. Yes! Um, cool. Can you describe, like, what he, uh, the bear is seeing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't see it. Well, but he should get a description. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I described the dude already. Uh, it's like but skinnier and sicklier. Yeah. Uh, exactly. <laughs> Let's see. What else is in the room, though? That might help uh, you make some decisions. Um, Drab curtains cover the windows of this plain room, which contains a bed, a padlocked iron chest, a claw-footed iron bathtub, and a fireplace. Standing in the middle of the room is this frail and hateful-looking man who looks to be like... 50 something years old it's kind of hard to tell although some of that might just be because he's like sickly uh he is standing there with uh nothing in his hands but he quickly uh pulls a uh um what is it called a uh, spell component pouch uh out from beneath his robes 
and uh, and casts a spell using it. Um, so definitely some kind of spellcaster here. Uh, other than that, you don't really see anything else particularly interesting in the room. So uh, first up is looks like my get Raya. My okay. guess is protection from bears is what he cast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Raya. Uh, she hears the the uh, the guy screaming in there about his guards failing to protect him, so she's no longer surprised. Coslo, your turn. Oh, I'm gonna rush in here, like uh-huh. to here. No pun intended. Russian. Here, and then I'm going to attack him. Okay. Yes. And first, with the a bite that sucks, and so, then mm-hmm. with the claws. Wait, what did you get? You got a nine. I got a th- well. Yeah, a nine, and then uh, and okay. then a seventeen. The nine hits. Whoa. Oh my god! Whoa. All right, so then both of them will hit. Uh, the the uh, let's see, I'm a brown bear, so that's a one d eight plus four and a two d six plus four. One d eight plus four. Get him. One d eight plus four. Get him. Oh, nice. Oh, uh, that that's is not bad at all. Cove. For the bite. Okay, your bite instantly kills him. <laughs> oh, 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 shit. Good job, Okay. We should maybe think about keeping him alive. Is he unconscious he, or dead? He did so much damage that it instantly killed him. Wow. Yeah. That guy was a wimp. He had five hit points. What he, did he cast? He's a sickly 42-year-old man. He was beginning to cast Sanctuary, uh, but Picasso uh, rolled higher on the initiative and, and went first. So that's not the brother we're looking for? Uh, well, he fits the description that you have gotten. I, yeah, I believe. We didn't ask his name, but I would assume so. What was all that noise? Uh. <laughs> Uh, I'm still on top of Coslo, right? Or was I in in another room? Quick question for you, uh, Jason. Um, Would you have tried to bite this guy, you know, in a fashion that would allow him to live? No. No? He's a a spellcaster. I would want him him completely incapacitated. I mean, okay, if I can bite him in a way where I put him at unconscious but do not eviscerate him. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I yeah, would. you would have done yeah. that. I'm not. Yeah. I, this is one of those rules that I'm not entirely clear on. Uh, yeah. So I'm willing to like give that to you that that you just knock him unconscious because I think well, yeah, you guys I mean, kind of wanted that. Better, I could say, okay, I'm gonna do if it's unarmed. Yeah, I'm gonna do just like the minimum to knock him out. Oh, I just I need to. I just really want to look at it. Okay, so damage is your was okay. Uh, da, da, da. Instant death rules. Massive damage can kill you instantly. When damage reduces you to zero hit points and there is damage remaining, you die if the remaining damage equals or exceeds your hit point maximum. How many so, did he have? He had five hit points total. Okay, so you dealt twelve I did damage. Eight. Yeah, so I did twelve. Okay, um, but uh, I know that when you attack with melee, you can choose to knock people unconscious instead of killing them. So, um, non-lethal. Damage five e. I just I'm just curious what uh, what the rules are here. Uh, 
regarding non-lethal damage. Um, I, yeah, I, I'm know. poised. I'm poised over him, <laughs> ready to pee in his mouth if we decide that he's dead. Okay. Uh, I make sure that Kozlo's looking too, because I really want to. <laughs> I'm going to do everything I can to not kill him. Then it, it, it really, it really seems like based on the rules, you choose the moment the damage is dealt whether you want to knock them out. So I would say that that the the uh, knocking creatures out rules like overrules the instant death damage. Okay. Rules. So I'll, yeah. I'll go with it. I, okay. you know, when I went in there, I was like, "Gotta kill him! Kill him now!" Because um, I didn't know how many hit points he had. I was expecting him to have more. Uh, but <laughs> Bobby, how did you get in here? He I ran in. in. I ran in like while uh, while the bear debated. <laughs> while everyone's <laughs> talking about the rules, so Bobby made his way in. He has his penis out. <laughs> uh. Where, where are you drinking all of this fucking water? <laughs> I drank a healing potion. I have to pee immediately after drinking those. <laughs> Is it Gatorade? <laughs> it's like coffee. It's a diuretic. Okay. Fine. Okay, so whatever you decide, Emery, is fine. Yeah, no. If I, I mean, if I killed him, I killed him. No, man. I, I think rules as written, you can choose to just knock him out, right, and that over, overrules the instant death. Out. Okay. I zip up my fly and we're good. Okay, <laughs> that almost that almost was tragic. Okay, we well, still do something if we knock him out. Tickle his toes is what I do. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> blow my nose on it. Don't I'll we have to stabilize him or something? Oh. He he is stable. He's just knocked unconscious. Okay. Yeah, it's the equivalent of instead of biting him, you just fucking slapped him on the back of the head with your massive bear face <laughs> perfect <laughs> uh, yeah. um okay well you guys are in this room doesn't appear to like there's any other threats you're out of initiative uh there is again uh dust uh curtains that are covering the window there's a bed a padlocked iron chest a claw-footed iron bathtub and a fireplace search for hidden items Okay, uh, so that'll, that'll be me? perception checks if you want to do that. That's going to be a bear thing. I'm going to do it just because... My perception is not the same as Cosmo. Oh, oh, Aaron! Look at me. I have the, I have the worst. I have a minus one. <laughs> Mine is the same. Mine is the same as Cosmo's perception. It's plus five, so uh, there you go. <laughs> Are you saying it's better than mine? Uh, yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> okay. Um. Ooh. No, not in this case. Nope. All right. What do I find? Uh. I need to roll. Everything's already soaked with urine. Ah. That's disappointing. Okay. Um. You find an imp hidden in the fireplace. Ooh, and it's invisible punch uh let's roll initiative real quick if uh this thing oh, beats you it's going to just fly up the chimney <laughs> He's the worst. Yep. all right initiative Wait, i rolled the wrong die sorry the shots oh. are getting to me 
All right. Oh. Five. Oh I... my god, what happened? Oh, because I rolled the wrong dice, I got shitty initiative. Oh no. You... That sucks for you. Okay. What am I What am I doing here? Okay. Imp invisible imp initiative. Bam. 17. Okay. You oh, wait. Uh, Jason didn't roll yet. Yeah, I did. Oh, you did. Yeah, you got a 13. Yeah, I got a 13. Oh. All right. So wait, what about uh, Roya? And what about my dog? Raya. Right. Yeah. What about Raya? Well, the only one who sees this thing is uh, Dababi. So his his initiative is literally the only thing that matters. Him and the imp. Uh, You discover the imp. uh, You just hear its little claws, and you go like, and you like look at it, and you just hear it uh, flap its tiny little wings and scramble up the uh, the chimney. It seems it seems smart enough to not fuck with you guys right now. Uh, but other than that, there doesn't appear to be anything else secret or hidden in the room. So did did we hear the telltale signs of an imp uh, when yeah. he flapped up the chimney? Yeah. I'm going to dive into the fireplace and fire an arrow up at the chimney. <laughs> Badass! All right. Badass! Let's go! All right, make that attack roll then. Come on, big fella. <laughs> come on, come on, come on, you got it, you got it, let's go. Here I go. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, uh, and that's that's also with my damage resistant thing that I used as a bonus action. Right, as a bonus action, and you also deal an extra D6 damage, right? That's correct. So roll that D6 damage. Oh yeah, get him. Holy shit. So you blindly fire up the chimney and you happen to hit it straight in its tiny little imp chest. And so you just see the arrow shoot up and then stop and then fall towards you. (laughs) Take that limp imp. Oh boy. And I know how much you hate fiends, so that is totally, yes. totally in character with you. I'll give you inspiration for that. Fuck it. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. 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 He deserves it. Hell yeah. That was some Bruce Lee level shit right there. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know I was talking to... I thought that Jason was talking to Brad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is, dude. Totally. Okay. Right, what? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh, Bruce man. Lee. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys found the the little secret imp that I had hidden in the room. Uh, and you search around the rest of it, and none of you find anything else. Uh, but there are still the things that I described to you. I think the standout would be that there is a padlocked iron chest. Mm. I want to do a bear strength smash. Oh. Wait, yeah. I have a lockpick still, I think, actually. Oh. I think I might. Um, hold on, let me take a gander. Oh. Gander sometimes. You know what? Um, I would assume you oh, guys would probably... Do that? You guys would probably search the dude's corpse, right? Or unconscious oh, body. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. He's not yeah. dead. Okay, he had some stuff on him. Uh, he is... Uh, you find inside of his robe a small key. Oh. I put it on my ass. Look at that. <laughs> I take it out. Okay. Gross. Uh, he also has a spell component pouch. 
Um, but other than that, um, nothing. What does that do, by the way? Did it help his spells? Because I do cast spells, and I'm interested in it if it helps. Um, it actually can help you. Uh, if you so normally bards cast using uh, their focus, which is an instrument of some kind, but okay. spell component pouches allow you to cast spells using little uh, bits of like you know bat guano or like uh, you know. Dried giant so I don't have toenails. To have, like, hands to cast uh, you do still need to use one hand to pull the thing out of the component pouch, but it's nice to sometimes have a backup just in case your instrument gets lost you or know, something. That's fair. I want to take it, but I don't want to touch poop. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was. Well, what 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 components are in that? It counts as having all the non-expensive components that you're basically ever gonna need. Um, right. and you probably, you know, time to time refill the pouch, but that, you know, happens off screen and there's no cost associated with that. Okay. Um, okay. So you take a spell component pouch. One of you takes the key, shoves it up their butt, and then the other one fishes it out. Uh, <laughs> and, and this is our custom and you have a, a padlocked iron chest here. You said you had lockpick skill. Wait, we have a key. Um, I just yeah, we have a key. Oh yeah. So I, I, I use my lock picking mastery to put the key into the lock and turn it. Hey, whoa! It still might be dangerous. All right. Well, you oh. have to you have to roll, and if you don't get eighteen, you can't open it with the key. <laughs> yeah. Let me let me see uh let me see a roll here for you. Uh, you get a one. It's D and got to see them dice rolls, man. Oh, he breaks. Okay, acrobatics. Here we go, my acrobatics. Hey, <laughs> nice. Well, you know, race. You did like a, you like did a, a like a double a swan kick flip, and then opened it up. <laughs> yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. You're spinning the key like between your fingers, like people do with drumsticks and <laughs> shit. Uh, but yeah, the the key fits in the uh, the padlock, and you unlock the iron chest. Um, Sixteen imps <laughs> sitting in a tree. Three hours of battle come out of the chest. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, the chest is filled. The chest is filled with network connectivity errors. <laughs> um. Okay. I'm gonna try and give you a image here. Ooh, fancy. Let's see here. Oh, there's no image. Oh, that's sad. All right, well, I'll just describe it, and you guys are going to have to just imagine it using your brain functions. So you open up this iron chest, expecting to find it full of all sorts of goodies and treasure and potions of healings and all kinds of things like that. But instead, the only thing you see in there is a cube uh about five and a half to six inches on a side uh and it com it appears to be made of some sort of really dark iron um although uh it has sort of like um rivets around it uh and it it really just kind of looks like i don't know what what, what would that what would that appear to be like 
like a toy, like a toy or a paperweight or something. Like it's just this iron like a cube. Rubik's cube or something. Yeah, like maybe maybe something like a Rubik's cube. Cube. Yeah. Like the like the Borg. <laughs> like a, a picture a massive Borg cube, but only six inches on a side. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Will we do an arcane knowledge check to figure that out, or wisdom? Yeah, sure. Um, uh, uh, yeah, uh, go make an investigation check, actually. Give me some love. No love. Jason, you got the best shot. What about I'm still love, Jag? Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. Come on, bro. Oh, Club Jag knows. Okay. And he speaks our language. All right. So you guys kind of like pass this cube, uh, amongst yourselves i'm not um, touching it the okay well then you don't get an investigation check okay, no, I don't <laughs> um and you know dion uh race just kind of looks at this thing and says i don't i don't know stupid paperweight passes it over yeah, to <laughs> to bobby and to bobby looks at it and to bobby you're actually more interested in the type of iron that this is made of being an artificer you're uh you yeah. see this like ore, and you're like, "This is this is a bizarre kind of ore. Like it feels extremely lightweight, uh, but it seems incredibly hard. Uh, and it, but it's very dark. It doesn't remind you of adamantine um, or mithril or anything like that. And so you kind of get distracted by that. Uh, Glubjeg, uh, kind of more perhaps familiar with um, some of the more fiendish things. Uh, you take a look at it, and you're like, "This is uh, this is some sort of." puzzle box look and then you you point to various like of the rivets and like the indentations all along this thing and you realize that it has a tremendous amount of moving parts that can be manipulated doing various uh you know pressing in certain spots uh you know twisting certain things and uh it, it essentially it's a fidget cube it's essentially an incredibly complicated Rubik's Cube type of thing. Mm. Oh. I'm going to summon some Cenobites. <laughs> I think this is only available at Sharper Image. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everyone. It's a fidget cube. <laughs> so what do we think we would need to do to solve like the riddle of it? Uh, well, Rhea actually walks on in and uh, she takes a look at what you guys are handling and she says, wait a second. I know I've heard of these things. This this is an infernal puzzle box. She, uh, you know, maybe one of you kind of offers it to her and she uh, she kind of says, no, I'm, I'm not going to I'm not going to touch that. This is an item straight out of hell. And it is no it mere. Opens a portal, doesn't it? I'm sorry. It opens a portal, doesn't it? No, it does not. But it contains something. It is almost impenetrable. But if you can figure out how to open it, there is something inside, or should be something inside. What it is, I can never know. Um, but if we can figure out how to open it, this could be some incredible clues as to what's been going on with Baldur's Gate and with Elturel. Does um, me being a horizon walker give me any kind of advantage? Um, 
I I would say that yeah, that, I would I would say that they would probably give you advantage on the investigation check. Um, however, yeah. she she tells you that this uh, puzzle cube and all like it are so incredibly complex that you wouldn't even hope to be able to open this thing unless you are in a, a very powerful, very intelligent individual. Um, I'll go ahead and, and tell you that the DC is beyond what any of you can achieve <laughs> right now. <laughs> okay. That's, the, that's, you know, <laughs> that's, that's what she's real, trying to say. Real. Yeah. Well, I like to think I'm intelligent, but everyone tells me I'm a bonehead. <laughs> <laughs> Where are we going to find somebody who's smart enough to unlock the secret? Would a shopkeeper know if we took it with us, guys, even though we don't want to carry evil, like, artifacts? Wait, if we're going to own this place, we could just leave it in the chest, right? Well, wait a minute. How about this wimp that we just knocked unconscious? Oh! Well, I would assume that... Would he that... cast a spell on us if he woke up? I... I would assume I that if he's, uh, if he's had this item in his possession, he would have attempted to open it already. Uh, yeah, that is a great point, Raya. Yeah, it's possible he succeeded. In which case, this might not have anything in it. But the I, I don't think that a man like him, pointing to the curled up, unconscious dude on the ground, I don't think a man like him could possibly have opened this thing either. Um, so I say we put him in the cage, and then when he wakes up after we kill his mom, we see what he knows about it and where he got it from. Yeah, there's no imps to rescue him. That's right! You killed the last imp, hopefully. Probably not. Because still, I somehow knew that was the last one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, she says, um, there are uh, very, very uh, intelligent people you know, all over the world, but I, I think our best shot might be the Great Library of Candlekeep. Uh, and this is a place that all of you guys would have heard of. It's a very, very famous library, um, most famous library this part of the world. Uh, and it has a very... Yeah, was... I'm sorry? Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, that's okay. Uh, I was going to say it has a very unique uh, requirement for people to enter it, which is they need to donate a book or a piece of writing that the library does not have a copy of. In order to even get entrance to Candlekeep, it is that elite. The art of the deal. <laughs> <laughs> All right, they don't well, have a copy of that, but that's for a very specific reason. <laughs> you know, that is where I've wanted to go since I came to Baldur's Gate to find out about portals. Let's go up that tower and find those some books in there. Yeah, then we pass a bunch of books that could potentially be valuable in the room previous downstairs. Uh, so I say, yeah. or no? Yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay, okay. Um, yo, Kozlo's probably only got 40-ish minutes left. Should we kill the mom so we got bear action? Bear or not? Seriously. <laughs> be right back. Okay. Uh, well, guys, we only have about 15 minutes, so I'm just going to try and uh, blaze through some stuff here. Uh, you go ahead and search the rest of this top floor. Um, you find no more resistance. Uh, what, are, what are some of the things you actually find here that would be of interest? Uh, you find Mortlock's bedroom. Remember Mortlock, the big guy with the burned face? 
Oh, geez, I bet that smells funny. <laughs> yeah, it does. Uh, you find a really heavy chest uh, that has uh, some drab garments made for a giant man like him, uh, worthless personal effects, and a stuffed troll doll that looks like it's seen much use. Um, oh. oh. And a bunch of steroids. <laughs> uh, no, he already took all those. Um <laughs> You find a what looks to be a powder room uh, with various bottles of perfume, brushes, cosmetic cosmetics, needles and spools of thread. Um, you find uh, a, a tall black wardrobe filled with corsets and fine clothes and a decorative gold rug uh, laid in front of three unlocked wooden chests. One chest is full of shoes. Another contains three old bridal gowns, and the third contains seasonal hats. Mm. Um, Ooh, what kind of hats? Seasonal. Seasonal hats. Yeah, of all the different seasons of. So game. is this is this an actual gold rug that we could sell for actual money? Yeah, you're you're looking at all the stuff in here, and you don't think you can sell the rug, but there are a tremendous amount of uh, expensive things in here that that you could take. You find six oh. bottles of perfume that are worth twenty gold each, a silver Ooh. hairbrush inlaid with lapis lazuli worth a hundred gold, a wooden jewelry box with electrum filigree which is worth seventy five gold, a pearl necklace worth two hundred fifty gold, a platinum cameo shaped like a winged cat for fifty gold, and two potions of healing. Oh, oh, what was that cat-shaped item? Uh, the the cat-shaped uh platinum cameo. Yeah, you want it? Yeah, I, I wanna I wanna wear that if I can. I don't know what a cameo is, but it sounds dope. I don't know that I don't know that either. Either. I think a cameo is like a like a picture thing you wear around your neck. Okay. Winged cat necklace. Yeah. I mean, we can sell it, but I'll just give you guys the gold. I think I think that would look good on me. Um, yeah, let's just let's just throw it all in the party coffer. Party coffer. Uh, right. Eventually, you guys make your way to uh, Duke Thalam uh chamber, which is this Duchess. large room. Duchess. Duchess. Before, uh, Sorry. Before we go, I'd like to cut off the imp's tail and take its stinger. Ooh. I thought it hey. like, disappears. Oh, oh, yeah. No, he, he, he got it. He killed it. Oh, cool. Okay. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, I want to take one of the summer hats. Okay, sure. <laughs> what does hell it look yeah. like? What does it look like? Um, it's floppy, uh, wide brim. Uh, it's made of like a felt type of uh, material. And okay. it's uh, yellow. Yellow felt floppy hat excellent okay this is really gonna suit me i think that's like the first thing you've written down ever no no i've been writing everything down <laughs> all right we starting to know what's important to him <laughs> blue lace camisole <laughs> Oh, floppy hat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so... Are you, it, are you making a woman's skin suit? <laughs> <laughs> wanted a hat. God. Jababi, is your last name Gein? <laughs> no, my last name is The Enjoyable. 
fool. <laughs> it's a little Wisconsin serial killer humor for all of you who aren't familiar with it. Uh, favorite kind. So in this room that I put you guys in, which you might have to scroll out to see. Um, so you found a master bedroom. Uh, there is a dumbwaiter here leading down to presumably kitchen. Uh, there is a canopy bed with a gossamer shroud for keeping insects at bay. Freestanding wooden privacy screen. Cast iron bathtub with clawed feet. Fireplace and a padlocked iron chest. Hmm. The padlock is cast in the shape of a horned devil's scowling visage. Is there a person in here? No. Did we just Uh, leave that dude unconscious in the other room? Oh, we did. Um, uh, Either we murder him or put him in a cage right now. What do you guys think? Oh, yeah, we're going to put him in a cage, right? Yeah, okay. then I can use that killer's line later from uh, <laughs> How are you going to open the locked cage? We're going to squeeze it in. Oh, yeah. You can pick the lock. You're going to force I him guess, through I... the, the, the bar? Oh, yeah, he's skinny enough, right? <laughs> we can just force him through the bar. Yeah, he's sick as hell. He's well, like... then he's going to get out of it. Oh, 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 oh God damn it. Didn't think about that. <laughs> yeah, um, does sleight of hand affect my lock picking ability? Because that's what I was assuming would. Uh, no, uh, you need to be uh, proficient with thieves' tools. Oh, snap. Okay. Yeah. Uh, are you not proficient with thieves' tools? Oh, man. I, I don't see it. If I am, I wouldn't know. You are proficient in forgery kit and disguise kit, but not thieves' tools. Boo! Why did my friend suggest that to me at the start of this? I'm going to yell at Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you thought there was a rogue on your team. I don't know. <laughs> No worries. Um, but yeah, you guys need thieves tools in order to even have a chance to. Uh, I have like, thieves tools. Pick a lock. Okay, well, you have it. Uh, I have them. Who wants them? Who's got the best chance here? Whoever's the well, highest dex. Dexterity. Yeah. My dexterity is sixteen, I believe. Ah, uh, you should do it. Oh shit! All right, uh, let's do it. Um, do I just click dexterity, or how would that work? Uh, yeah, yeah you're just gonna click on dexterity. Coslo, you're uh, still bear form, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. He nods his head vigorously. Vigorously. <laughs> Here it is! Hey! Is that enough? Nice! nice. Yeah, man. Uh, okay, yeah. Let's, yeah. let's see. I, I'm almost certain that's enough. Um, yep, it is. Okay. Woo! Let's do it. So you pick the lock on the outside of the cage uh, and you manage to open it and there's currently a dead body in it still. Uh, oh! But there's two cages. I don't know. What are you going to do with this dead body? Leave him in there with that dead body. <laughs> Make sure he doesn't have any spell components that he can reach. That's right. Uh, He's pretty frail, right? So yeah, put the dead body on top of him. He can't push it off. <laughs> It's fucked up, but it's efficient, because we don't got, like... Well, we got a rope, I guess, but I don't want to use rope on a sick dude. Yeah, all right, we'll just put a dead body on him. That'll keep him there. Yeah, that, that's more safe. You're you're also... You're, you're certain that the design of this cage, it's actually impossible to reach the lock uh, from the inside of the cage. Um, so even oh. if the dude had thieves' tools somehow hidden on him, he wouldn't be able to pick the lock from inside of the cage. Okay. All right, yeah. so you put him in there, and he'll recover probably over the course of the next eight hours, eventually wake up. 
uh, and then you search this room. Now, uh, like I said, you found a good deal of various like jewelry, a couple potions of healing and whatnot. And the only other thing in this room that's valuable is a locked chest. Well, it's got a horn devil lock, and I'm getting hysterical about all these devils, so I'm going to immediately go over and pound on it with my uh, longsword pommel. Absolutely. Sounds good. Uh, roll to hit. Fuck it up! With just a longsword? Yeah. Yeah, you can just roll a regular longsword attack. That's fine. Okay. Uh, yeah, the thing is made out of wood, uh, so I'll say uh, that definitely is enough to hit. You do some damage to it. Seem like you're going to have to hit it at least one more time in order to break it. Should I just try to unlock it with the thieves tools? If you can calm me down. Hey, hey, yo, if you want to fuck it up, uh, that's fine, but I can try uh, the other way also. But it's up to you. I don't want no problems, big fella. <laughs> It's your world, baby. I'm just living it. <laughs> I'm going to make a wisdom check to see if I can resist. Okay. Not smashing it again. It's pretty good. Ah, all right. <laughs> all right, but if I if I fuck up, I want you to give it hell. All right, let's see. Come on, show Literally. me some love. Show me some love. Show me some love. I think I clicked it and it's just slow. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Will he roll? Find out next time and rate it. Wait for it. Is that your final answer? I clicked, I clicked it about a good 40 seconds ago now. And it's, it's, you know, doing mm. what it do. Oh, there it goes. Hey. Okay. Uh, you don't do as good of a job this time. You, uh, you feel like you kind of messed it up. Uh, the good news, though, is that no traps are sprung and, you know, it doesn't break your thief's tools. So you feel like if you just take the time, you could take a 20, which would take two minutes. And that would allow you to roll essentially a natural 20. So you'd get a 23. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm willing to spare two minutes if uh, Mr. Bearman's okay with that. He's got that. Uh... Oh! <laughs> yes! Alright! Fuck it! Let it fly, baby! <laughs> okay, so uh Glubjack smashes the chest, not waiting any longer, uh breaking it open, and gas pours out of the chest. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay, uh let's see. <laughs> Well, every time with the gas with you, goddamn club, Jake. <laughs> you and I. You and I are the yeah, gas baby. men. This is what we do. Look, you bust it open and I inhale all of it. It's a good strategy. <laughs> okay, everyone needs to make a constitution saving throw. Yeah. Oh, no, including the doggy. Uh, oh, oh what, wasn't he downstairs? Oh, fuck. Pups. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. I have 11 because my constitution is a plus one. Okay, an 11. All right. How come you're not rolling on your character sheet, Jason? Because I'm a bear right now. And it's... Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> hey, doggy passed the save. That's good. Good job. That's good yeah, for doggy. For you. That's good for me. Raya. She's going to be fine. Raya failed the save, but she's got a lot Never of hit mind. points. Okay. She'll live. So, um, 
this is going to be poison damage. So if anybody has any resistance to poison, uh, that applies here. The DC is 13. So looks like only the dog passed and Brad. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds about right. He's always fine. <laughs> Here's the damage. Boo! One and okay. Nine points of damage. Ooh. Four points yeah. of damage if you passed. Holy fuck, guys. The Mastiff oh, is alive. God <laughs> wow. It has five hit points and it took four damage. Holy shit. And it's now immune to this gas. Well, no. God. That happens at the beginning of its turn and it is going to fucking try to run out of this out of this room because... Good call. It, you know, yeah. it's it's not stupid. Yeah, well, who isn't? <laughs> Good boy. All right, so that is I'm nine. Getting, I'm getting mold tapestry flashbacks. Nine points yeah. of damage to race. Four yeah, points of four damage to... Uh, uh, Brad, did you already do the damage to yourself? Yes. Yeah, okay. Uh, nine points to her. Uh, did you already do the damage to yourself, Aaron? Yeah. Okay. All right. God, that was brutal. Uh, but yeah, you guys clear out of that room, and the poison lingers in a cloud for one minute. Uh, what but, a jerk! Yep. <laughs> I guess he's You're, evil, but ah, what's it going? Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to drink. Did we just get more healing potions? Uh, oh shit, we did. You did. How many? Two. Um, right. I have four hit points. I do have one of my own, but I can't heal any other way. So, I mean, they're kind of expensive. Maybe we should just hope that we're gonna rest after this. We still uh, haven't found Thalamra Vanthom for. That's very true. Um, well, and it's, if we rest, maybe she'll escape. It's uh, it's five o'clock, so we're gonna do the wrap up right now. Uh, in addition to those healing potions, uh, why don't we just not? spend any healing potions or anything right now. Um, you guys find uh, some three thin black covered ledgers with entries written in Infernal. Uh, and Glubjag, you can read that, right? I can. So you take a look at them and you realize that these are recordings of her title. Actually, her official title is Duke um, Van Thampour's legitimate business dealings. So you have the records of her legitimate business dealings. Uh, you find a set of calligraphers' supplies, a poisoner's kit, and a coin pouch made from a sheep's bladder that contains 22 platinum, 85 gold, and 113 silver. And you also find a set of pipes, like a set of uh, like like uh, instruments, like a like a flute um, that are like uh, yeah, like a pan flute. Um, and it's very, very high quality, but it seems like its motif is that of like rats and uh, slime and that kind of stuff. Uh, it's not a gross item in and of itself, but like it is clearly um, artistically designed to represent that type of like sewery kind of uh, vibe. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, the sewery vibe. Yeah, the sewer cheek. Sewer chic. <laughs> Sewer couture. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, well, guys, uh, 
we're going to go ahead and wrap this up here. Uh, you guys will end up taking a long rest in this villa as you search the whole rest of the place. You realize that you have basically cleared this place out. The guards that Ooh. were in the courtyard uh, have since dispersed. Uh, and you also don't find that maid and that butler. It seems like at some point they fled and probably took Can't the guards with them. them. Yeah, you guys have conquered the villa, at least yeah! the top of it. Now you have information that may lead you to believe there's a bunch underneath it, but we're going to get to that Ooh. next time. Next time, underneath the villa. Uh, Yo, you guys, this was the funnest one yet, guys. Great job. <laughs> It was it was hella fun, and to make it even more fun, you guys are leveling up to four. Yeah! I have the power. <laughs> and that's rated RPG Baldur's Gate: Descent into Avernus, episode twenty-one. Our next live stream happens Saturday, September 5th at noon central time, twitch.com slash Game Society Pimps. You can join us for that live stream. You can support us during the live stream by buying us shots and uh, chatting with us during the breaks. We really uh, appreciate you in the audience enjoying the show live. Uh, we also want to thank all of our Patreon supporters, uh, folks who have been with us for months and months and months supporting the show, which, you know, honestly, it's it's been keeping the show going. Chris Fail, Joseph Doherty, Random Guy, H.D. Burke, Jerry Vite, Sean Henry, Uglaset, Mongoose, Tony LeBlanc, Alex Schirmerhorn, Ashley Betson, Matthew Karras, Valentine Crowley, Danny Bell, Grant Sheet, Cheesemaster 007, and GBS Trek. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much for being our patrons. If you want to join them and support us on Patreon, you can do that at patreon.com slash rated RPG. Thank you again. On behalf of everyone around the gaming table, thanks to Courtney Collins and Brandon Jensen for their vocal and musical contributions to the podcast along the way. And thank you to Aaron Yonda and Matt Sloan of Blame Society Films for creating Rated RPG in the first place. On behalf of everyone around the gaming table, thank you, and we will see you on Saturday, September 5th at noon Central Time.